All right, so I will say good morning. Good morning. Let us begin. Begin by thanking all of our sponsors, our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Teves to thank the entire Shir for dedicating the Shurim this month in memory of Mr. Milton Martyr, Mordechai David Ben Rafala Cohen, to thank the Elbaum family for dedicating all the Shurim this month in commission of the yard site of Jerry Elbaum Yaakov Kapo Ben of Avram Menachem, and to thank our Dafyomi sponsor today, Matt Leibowitz, in memory of Tsipora Bas Meir, Zichron Levracha, on the occasion of her yard site. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, all of the Neshamas will have an Aliyah, and the families a Nechama. So with that, let us, let us begin. So today's Daf is Pei Gimel, 83. We are picking up a Merit Sashem um, on Pei Bey Amidbeis, 82B, two lines up from the bottom. So the Gemara says, AC, suppose it's just to reorient ourselves a little bit. We're dealing with a very interesting case of, of um, a person who takes a nether, Nadra Mishteki Karos. Right? So just to reframe the case. So Rachel, Rachel is married to Ruvain. Rachel takes a nether. Her nether is that she's going to abstain from eating two loaves of bread. One of the loaves is made from fine flour. One of the loaves is made from inferior flour. Therefore, she really only has inui. She really only, quote-unquote, has affliction from abstaining from eating one of the loaves and not from the other loaf. So what's the Shiloh? We know that a husband has the ability to annul his wife's vow when, when it comes to Inui, right? Inui Nefesh. So the Shiloh is, when he annuls her vow, does he just annul the vow for the one loaf for which there is Inui, or does he annul the, the vow for both loaves, or does he have the ability? So also we had two different versions of this, but bottom line, Rabbi Yochanan was of the opinion that Allah he only has the ability to annul the vow vis-a-vis one loaf. One loaf, not the other. So the Gemara now is challenging this idea. Eisvei. So that's the Eisvei. I will say two lines are from the bottom. 82B. Pei Beis Amud Beis. So that's the Gemara Eisvei. Gemara Ezekasha. Ha'isha Shinadra Min Nazir. So this is very interesting. So this is actually we're going we're gonna to come to a couple of Nazir cases today, which in Merit Hashem we're going to see in not so long in Meseches Nazir, which is just really interesting cases. So Eisvei. Ha'isha Shinadra Min Nazir. A woman who made a nether. To become a Nazir. Only one problem. She wasn't very good at keeping her promises. So what happens? She makes an edit to become a Nazir. And what happens? She's drinking wine and going to Levaya's like no one's business. Okay? Small problem. So I will say, so top of Pei Gimel. So what's Talacha? Hareze Sofeges is Okay? So you take an edit in Zeros and then you violate it. Guess what? You get Malchus. You get Malchus, right? In addition to other carbonic ramifications, but let me see, you get Malchus. So Hefer Labayla, so that's very interesting. What happens if her husband annulled the vow? Vihi lo yada sheheferla. So this is a very interesting case. So now what happens? So her husband annuls the vow. Now remember, he has the right to annul the vow because he has the right to annul the zeros. Now she has no idea that he annulled the vow, right? She has no idea. Vihi lo yada sheheferla. So she has no idea that he annulled the vows. So meanwhile, what is she doing? She's continuing to drink wine, continuing to go to Leviathan. Now, we'll say, now why is she doing this? Why is she doing this? Intentionally. Now, why she's doing it intentionally, I don't know. That, that doesn't matter. The point over here is she thinks that she's violating her nether naziros. Meanwhile, her husband has already annulled her nether naziros. So what's talacha? So she does not get Malchus. 
does not get malchus. Good. So both say, so this is just stam adin in nezirus. So again, rachom edinet in nezirus. Meanwhile, right after she made it, she already starts violating it. She's drinking wine. She's going to, she's going to Levias. She gets malchus. Her husband hears about the neder. He annuls it. She has no idea about the annulment. She's continuing her erroneous behavior. Okay, so whatever. So, she doesn't get malchus. Why doesn't she get malchus? Why not? She's not Nazira anymore. Fine. So that, that's the case. That's the case. What does this have to do with us? If you're right, I will say, Rabbi Yochanan's whole model is that if you have a nether that has two components in it, one component that has Inui Nefesh, or I should say, has two components, two parts. One part that has Inui Nefesh, and one part that's not Inui Nefesh. And Rabbi Yochanan says, in that neder, a husband annuls the Inui Nefesh part, but doesn't touch the non-Inui Nefesh part. So if you say that, V'i amrit misana, So if you say that a husband has the ability to annul the Inui part of the neder, and not annul the non-Inui part of the neder, maybe Dilma, Minyayin de isla tsara heferla, min chartsono min zaglo heferla. They will say, maybe when the husband annulled his wife's neder niziros, he only annulled the wine consumption part, right? The wine consumption part. And maybe, maybe he did not annul the prohibition to eat grape seeds or grape skins. They will say, we'll, we'll see this in Nazir, but part of the neder niziros is not only can you not drink wine, but you also can't eat grapes or grape products. So maybe when the husband annulled his wife's neder niziros, the only thing he annulled were, was the was the inway was the inway component. What's the inway component? That she can't drink wine. That's inway. But maybe he didn't annul the grape skin and grape seed prohibition, and that's still intact. That still remains. In other words, who's to say that he annuls the whole neder niziros? To which the Gemara says, "Daha lo because we'll say bepashtos. There's no inui involved in not eating grape seeds or not going out and eating grape skins. And therefore, again, let her go ahead and get Malchus in the event. So I'll say, so now what the Gemara is suggesting is like this. Rabbi Yochanan, if you're right, that when a husband annuls a neder and there's an inui component and a non-inui component, that he annuls the inui component and leaves intact the non-inui component, maybe when he's annulling his wife's neder niziros, he annuls the wine component because that's inui, but leaves intact the grape skin or grape seed component, and therefore she should be chayiv or chayavas if she consumes grape skins or grape seeds. What's a good kasha? So Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, no, no, no. Ein neziros lechatzon. I will say, there's no such thing as partial neziros. Now, what does that mean? Take a look at the Ran for just a moment. So the Ran says, left-hand side, Amrav Yosef, Ein neziros lechatzon. So this is very interesting. In other words, that the same way that when a person takes a neder nezeros, that's what that says. Let's say a person says, I'm going to become a nazir, except... I'm not accepting the prohibition to eat grape seeds and grape skins. Does such a Nedin Aziris work? No. In other words, 
You're either a Nazir or you're not a Nazir. So the same way that the Nedin Aziros itself cannot be Chal Lechatzon, there's no such thing as a partial Nedin Aziros, so so too the Gemara wants to suggest that the revocation of Naziros is going to be the same thing. Either, either, either it is revoked or it's not revoked. Right? Either it is revoked or it's not revoked. I'm sorry? Full commitment. Full commitment. Full commitment. So again, when we get to Nazir, we're going to see this. That's part of the whole chap of Naziros. Ultimately, again, is either you're in or you're out. Either in or you're out. Okay, good. So the point over here is the Gemara is suggesting you can't bring a raya, you can't bring a raya from the zeros because halacha lamaisa, either the zeros is all in or all, or it's all in, it's all in. Good. In the zeros, the So I'll say, the one makes an interesting observation based on this. So Abayi says, well, okay, so it sounds like I was saying, the only thing for which there must be full commitment is the actual nedr zeros itself. They both say, this sounds like, this sounds like that you're saying the nether itself must be complete. But it sounds like what you're inferring is that when it comes to the carbonos brought at the, at the conclusion of an adenosiris, maybe there is such a thing as the obligation to bring only some of the carbonos. Now we're going to see that when a person finishes a adenosiris, a person has to bring a chatos, an ola, and the shlamim. So the Gemara says, so just, just in any inference, the Gemara says, in Naziros Lechatsoin, which means, the Gemara's understanding to mean, when it comes to a neder Naziros, there's no such thing as a partial neder. In other words, if you take a neder Naziros, what does that encompass? All aspects of Naziros. So the Gemara is inferring from that, but it sounds like, Vaha Karban Lechatsi Naziros. Maybe there is carbonic obligation even for a partial Naziros duration, or there is partial carbonic obligation. Take a look at the Ran again. The Ran says, Amalia Abaye, ha carbon lachatsin Naziros ego, bitmiya. They both say, this is a surprising statement. Dimidika Amri, a Naziros lachatsin. So I'll say, since the Hashan of the Gimara was, there is no partial Naziros, beloka Amar, ain chatsin benaziros. So I'll say, this is so fascinating. The Gimara could have said, Ein chatzoin benaziros. I will say, what does in chatzoin benaziros means? There's nothing partial in the zeros, which would then tell me what? What would that tell me? Mashma the benaziros atzmochu deleka chatzoin. So I will say, so here's what's interesting. If it would have, if it would have, let me say the outside for a second. If it would have said in chatzoin benaziros, I would have said the concept of naziros is an all or nothing proposition. That's true in the nether, that's true in the karbanos. You're either all in or not in at all. The fact that it used the lashon of ein neziros lechatzon sounds like the nether neziros itself must be absolutely complete. But maybe other components of neziros, i.e. the carbonic aspects, can be performed in a partial fashion. That's the inference the Gemara is making over here. Mashma, the Beneziris, Asma, Hudalaka, Chatzon. In the Nether itself, it sounds like there's no, there's no partiality in it. Right? Hayish, Karban, Lechatzi, Chaziros. But maybe, maybe there is a Karban even for a partial Naziris. How so? This is actually very interesting. Kigon, Shenadra, Omansa, Tesvav, Yom. Let's say, for example, let's say when we took an Nether Naziris, she observed 15 days as a Naziris. Vahafar la baila, and now what happened? Then her husband annulled the nether. 
Benimsa mevatel tes vav yom haboim. Aval tes vav yom shemonsa kvar lo nekru. Tchemla meperk mishama harini nazir. Debal mekaz gayiz. So I will say, this is absolutely fascinating. There's a lot of stuff happening over here. I will say, one of the things we're going to see is like this. When a husband annuls his wife in Sneder. So remember again, let's take a step back. What's the window? What's the window for a husband annulling his wife's Sneder? What's the window? One day. But the one day is when? When does it start? When he hears. So we'll say, you could have the following situation. Let's say a woman became, right? Rachel took a Neder Nezirus. And what happens? She goes ahead and she, 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 she doesn't tell her husband. Right? So he has no idea. So for two weeks, we're going to see unqualified years goes for 30 days. Goes for 30 days. So what we're going to see is like this. So now let's say she doesn't tell her husband. Right? So she's not drinking wine. He asks her, why aren't you drinking wine? What does she say? What does she say? Uh, carbs. Carbs. Right? Carbs. Right? So fine. So she doesn't say anything. Two weeks later, he finds out that she made a neder nezirus. So now, on the day that he hears, how long does he have? How long does he have? One day. What kind of day? Calendar day. Excellent. Now we'll say, what happens? He's mevatal. He's made for it. He's made for it. He knows the neder. Now we'll say, here's what's interesting. So one of the things we're going to see, I will say, is the halacha is, and this, this the Ramam himself was, was a little bit ambiguous on this point. When a husband is made for his wife's neder, it's not retroactive. It's not retroactive. What that does is it shuts the nether. Now, again, generally, the way these things work is when is a husband hearing about it? When do we assume a husband is hearing about his wife's nether? When she makes it. So generally, the way Hafara works is it shuts it down before it gets out of the gate. That's usually how it works. But you could have these cases where he doesn't know about the nether until sometime after it's been made. So imagine a case where she took on a nether naziros. He doesn't know about it for two weeks. For two, for two weeks, she's been in Nazira. Now he hears about it. And now he shuts it down. They both say, it's not retroactive. It's not retroactive. So therefore, what's occurred over here? So she now has two weeks of Nadir Naziras. So I will say, now what's the Shaila? What's the Shaila? Does she have to bring some type of carbon now with the conclusion of her Nadir Naziras? Now again, her conclusion is as a result of her husband's annulment. Right, but I also I just want to point out it's really fascinating, as opposed to as opposed to Hatara, which has the ability to be retroactive. Right? Hatara does have the ability to be retroactive. Hafara is not retroactive. Hafara shuts it down. I will say that's why, by the way, that's why in the previous case, right, let, let, let's tie this all together just a moment. In the previous case, Rachel made so I'll say, so what happens? She makes an zeros. She's drinking wine, going to every Leviah, right? She's on Levinson's website every single morning looking to see what Leviah she can go to today. She will say, what's that, Lacha? What's that, Lacha? She's Chayeves, and she gets Malkus every time. When her husband shuts that nether down, so from this point going forward, so remember again, that does not retroactively free her from any liability in the past. So she's liable for everything she's done up until, up until the moment of annulment. Going forward now, the nether is done. So I will say, now here's the interesting Shiloh. Two weeks in, he's made for the nether. So now what's the Shiloh? Does she have to bring some type of carbon or some carbonos to mark the end of her nether neziros? To which the Gemara says, El Amr Abaye, ein neziros lechatsoin, ve'en carbon lechatsoin. So Abaye says, no, no, no. 
Just like I will say, there's no partial Nedarim by Nazir. In other words, just like by Nedarim Nazirus. If you take a Nedarim Nazirus, that's an all-in Nedar. There's no such thing as saying, I'm going to be a Nazir, except I'm going to go, I'm going to be Tommy Lamesim. Or I'm going to be a Nazir, except I'm going to eat grape seeds and grape skins. You can't do that. If you take an Ed and a zeros, it's all encompassing. So to Abayi says, when it comes to Karbanos, there's no Karban Lachat and zeros also. The only time you bring a Karban Abosai is at the conclusion of a complete Ned and zeros. Now, the truth is, there's an exception to that. The exception to that is, if a person's, like, we're going to see his old Masechus Nazir, if a person is a Nazir and they become Tameh, Right, accidentally, right? So then again, there is a carbonic process for that because the carbon azirus starts up. What Abayi means is, if a husband shuts down, if he's made for the net azirus, that's it, it's done, and there is no carbon for that partial azirus process. Incredible. Allah of Sigmar says, May Sigmar is the cash. So I just want to point out, we're still on our original question. That's our original question, Rabbi Yochanan. What did Rabbi Yochanan say? Rabbi Yochanan said, when a woman made a nether that encompassed two loaves, one was Inoy, one was not Inoy, what does the husband do? What does the husband do? He's Mayfair, the Inoy part, and what? Doesn't touch the non-Inoy part. So this is an interesting Chiddush. So we're, we're trying to question that. So we, we have not successfully refuted Rabbi Yochanan yet. So basically, Mary is another Kasha. Rabbi but we are picking up along the way are some really fascinating halachos concerning nausea. So here's what we have. Number one, if you take an edge in a zeros, all in. Number two, in carbon lachatzon. Right? That ultimately, again, if a husband is made, I should say, number two really is that when a husband is made for his wife's nether, he shuts it down, but it's not retroactive. Number three, therefore, when a husband is made for his wife's nether in a zeros, and it brings it to a close, there are no carbonos that she brings to mark. The end of that Nedin Aziros. Good. So, Mesimir has the cash show. So, Aisha Shenadra Benazir. It's an interesting case. So, let's say a woman made an Nedin Aziros. Same case. Rachel's married to Ruben. She makes an Nedin Aziros. Ve'afrisha Behemta. They both say, in this case, she has separated out her animals in order to go ahead and and offer up her Kabbalahs at the end of her Nedin Aziros. Ve'acharkach Hefer Labayla. And now her husband went ahead and annulled the Nedin Okay, so what's Talacha? So what's I see here? Rachel made her Nedin Aziros. Can she hasn't flagrantly violated right now the previous case? She separated out her animals, her carbonos, that she's going to bring at the conclusion of her Nedin Aziros. Husband hears about the Nedin Aziros, annuls the Nedin Aziros. What's Talacha? Mevia Chata Sa'ov, Ve'ena Mevia Ola Sa'ov. Huh. So she brings her Chata Sa'ov, but she, she brings her Chatas, but doesn't bring her Ola and her Shlamin. So both say, so pretty amazing. The Amrit in Karbon Lachatin Aziros. Now the Gemara is asking both say, for a second, what did you just say? We just said that there's no carbon for Chatin Aziros. We just said before that in a case where the husband annuls her Nedra and Aziros and shuts down that process, there is no carbon. There is no carbon. So what do you mean she's bringing her Chata Sa'of? What is going on over here? To which the Gemara says, Amai Mevia Chata Sa'of. So what are you forced to say? It must be that what? There is a carbon that's brought for a partial Nazirus. But if that's the case, that there's a carbon that's brought, Shalosh Beheos Ba'ilasuye, Chatos, Ola, and Shlomim. Shalom say, if that's the case, that there are carbonos that are brought for a partial Nazirus, then what? Then what? Bring all of the carbonos. Why are you telling me that for a partial Nazirus, she's only bringing Chatos of? 
So we'll say this is really interesting. Ella, the olam ain't carbon lachatzin zeros. You're right. In reality, there is no carbon that is brought for a partial zeros. In other words, I carbon is only carbonos lachatos. The olam and the shlamim are only brought at the natural conclusion of a neder zeros. So what's going on over here? We're ultimately again we're saying that a woman is going to bring the chatas off, the chatas off in a situation where her husband annulled her neder to which the Gemara says, Chatas, I'm sorry, so Ella, the Olam, in Karban Lachatzin is Zeros, the Chatas Ha'of Demasya, Mishum the Chatas Ha'of, the Chatas Ha'of Ba'ala Safeh. And I will say, Chatas Ha'of is different because in general, Chatas Ha'of could come even in a case of Safeh. Okay, what does this mean? So I'll say, with Gemara, let's see what Gemara is saying and let's understand what it's actually trying to say. Gemara is trying to suggest it as follows. So we're sticking to our guns, what we said before. Namely, we said before, that ultimately, just like there's ein neziros lechatzayin, ein karban neziros lechatzayin. The only time you bring your kavanos for neziros is when? Only time you bring it is when? Natural conclusion. What are you bringing? Chatas ol l'shlamin. So we'll say, this case is going to be a little bit different because over here, she's set aside animals to bring at the conclusion of her, of her ned neziros. The Yomar is going to suggest that if she's set aside animals, we're going to allow her to bring her chata sa'of, even though the husband annulled in Eden Aziris. Why? Because chata sa'of is different. Why is chata sa'of different? Because chata sa'of itself is lenient in that it could be brought even in cases of safek. What's the case of safek? Rabbi take a quick look at the rush. So I say, so the rush in the right hand margin, the right hand margin, two, four, six lines in. Ella, so the Gemara says, actually, I'm sorry, actually, make it eight lines in. Make it eight lines in. So actually, Ella, nah, six lines in. Ella, my yesh, karbanachati, nezirus, kimo behemos, nah, actually, make it eight lines in. Right? The chata sa'of, the masu, mishum, the chata sa'of, balasavik. So we'll say, what's the case of chata sa'of, balasavik? This is interesting. He says, bioladas, shepila, ve'eniodas, ma'apila. So we'll say, here's the case. A woman gave birth, and she, or I should say, a woman miscarried. And she does not know what she miscarried. In Nefeli Pila, I was about to say, did she miscarry something that has the form of a baby or not? Or not? Or was it just a piece of flesh? Therefore, I will say, what's that? Chayev v'chayeves b'karban o beruach epila uptura. So, I that can go all technicalities over here. If she miscarried a fetus, then ultimately she'll be chayeves a carbon. If she miscarried just flesh, just some type of fleshy item, then Lamaisa again, she's not going to be chayeves, a carbon. So the Gemara says, and what's that? So, so, so we'll say in this case, she brings a chatas of in order to allow her to eat consecrated items. So we'll say the point over is, what do you see? Chatas of is brought even in cases of safeq. So because that there was a, not that this is a case of Safek, but rather the Rosh says, Listen to this. So the idea over here is, in this case, a partial Naziros will let her bring the Chata Sa'of. That's what it is. And I will say, I just want to point out, this is, that seems to be Dafka in a case where she already separated Kabbalah. So let's say that's why the Kisar is a very unique case. We'll see in Masechus Nazir, with the Halach in this case, but the idea over here is this time in a case where she took an Adonaziros, she already separated out her animals that she was going to bring as carbonos at the conclusion of her Nazirus. 
husband was now made for her neder nazirus. She can't bring her ola, she can't bring her shlamim, but we will let her bring her chata sa'ov. Why? Because we'll say chata sa'ov can be brought even in a case of safek. What's the case of safek? This woman who miscarried doesn't know what she's miscarried. We allow her to bring a chata sa'ov in order to what? In order to become permitted to eat consecrated items out of safek. So we'll say, so the rush says over here, when a person makes an eder, they also need kapara. Why do they need kapara? So the Rosh Hashanah quotes Rabbi Lazar HaKapara, Rabbi Lazar, who says that what? That a Nazir, right? A person who goes ahead and makes an end in a zeros is a chote, is a sinner, is a sinner. Therefore, she also needs kapara. Therefore, we'll allow her to go ahead and bring the chata sa'of. Beautiful, beautiful. So we'll say, but again, to be clear, the principle we espoused before, namely, of ein karban lechatzoin still applies. There is no partial offering up of carbonos. Incredible. So the Mar says, Ace, the Mar is the Kasha. So we'll say, we're still in Rabbi Yochan, right? We still don't have resolution on Rabbi Yochanan. Say, say, Haisha Shenadra Benazir Benitmes. Listen to this. A woman who took an Adenaziros. Right? A woman who took an Adenaziros. And then she became Tmeya. The Akrak, so we'll say, so again, Rachel's married to Ruben. She took an Adenaziros. She became a Tmeya. She became a Tmeya. Then what happened? The Achaka Hefer Labayla. So now what happens? After she became Tmeya, then her husband annulled the neder. Mevia Chatas Haof. Ve'in Mevia Olos. Olos Haof. So she brings a Chatos and she doesn't bring an Ola. Vi Amrit Mefer Lemisana. Ve'in Mefer Lesheinu Misana. Now if you see that what? That a husband has the ability. For Biochron, if you're correct, if you're correct, that partial annulment works. Now when you have a neder composed of multiple parts, you could annul the part that is afflictive in nature, but not annul the part that's not afflictive in nature. Dilma, maybe when this husband, maybe when this husband annulled his wife's nether, maybe Dilma, maybe the husband only annulled his wife's nether, but say what? Vis a vis the part that has inoy. What has inoy over here? Abstaining from wine. Abstaining from wine. What doesn't have Inui? What doesn't have Inui? Not becoming Tamimis. So maybe, maybe Halacha he only went ahead and, it's very interesting, maybe he only went ahead and annulled the neder when it comes to wine consumption, but didn't annul the neder when it comes to being Tamimis. Okay, so that's the Shaila. So we'll say, this is incredible. To which the Gemara says, no, 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 this is actually fascinating. We'll say, pay Gemara base 83b. Three lines in. We will say, profound idea. Omri, Tumas meis nami is leitzara. We will say, it's not true. Abstaining from becoming Tameh, essentially abstaining from going to Leviathus, also has Tsar. How Sabbath is incredible. Dixiv, Vachayitin el Libo. Mushlam al Afraid Sin Kohalas, that Tobel lechas la base Abel, el base Abel mi lechas la base Mishta. It is better to go to a house of mourning, to a funeral, than it is to go to a house of celebration. For this is the end of all men. The living will take it to heart. What does it mean the living will take it to heart? Says the Gemara. What does it mean the living will take it to heart? If you eulogize other people, they will eulogize you. If you cry for other people, they will cry for you. If you bury other people, they will bury you. 
parts of the power, the chayitin alibo, the Gemara suggests the chayitin alibo means that halacha if you're there for others at their time of death, then what? The community will be there for you at your time of death. Therefore, the inability to go to a levaya, listen to this, is actually a form of tsar. Is actually a form of inui nefesh. Why? Because your inability to participate in the tsara of others potentially does what? Precludes the community from being there for you during your time of tsara. So therefore, again, the Gemara suggests the inability to go ahead and go be tami, become tamimais actually is a form of inui nefesh. And therefore, Allah when a husband goes ahead and annuls his wife's nebenazirus, nebenazirus, ultimately there's tsar, not just in yayin, but there's tsar in tamimais. So we'll say, a very profound yisot. Just we've seen this concept, or saw this concept in Ksuvas as well. This idea of ha'chai yitin alibo. So I'll say just you should know the pasuk. What's, what's the pasuk shal ha'chai yitin alibo? The pasuk shal ha'chai yitin alibo. We'll take it to heart. As we'll say, the most profound part of going to a levai shalom alach says is it forces you to contemplate your own mortality. In other words, we go through life never thinking about mortality. We going through we go through life thinking that life is an infinite renewable resource, not realizing that one day we die. The power of going to a Levaya is it forces us to face our own mortality. And I will say there is nothing more profa- profound and nothing more powerful and nothing that gets me to do the things I need to do, like coming face to face with mortality. Not knowing how long I have in this world, by definition, pushes me to accomplish whatever it is that I need to accomplish. Incredibly profound. Now, I will say, here's what's interesting. So Rabbi Meir has a different idea. Rabbi Meir says, means, it reminds me, I have to go to someone's levaya because I want people to come to my levaya. I have to mourn for others because I want others to mourn for me. I have to pick up that shovel and help in the kvura because I want others to bury me. So I will say, listen to this. The Imre Emes, the Geir Rebbe says, but one second, here's what's ironic about this, here's what's troubling about this. They both say, the concept of going to a Levaya and participating in Kura is called what? Chesed Shal Emes. Why is it called Chesed Shal Emes? Because at the end of the day, there's no hope for reciprocity. The dead can't reciprocate. But yet here, the whole chap that Rabbi Meir is saying is what Rebbe say? Reciprocity. Why do I go to a Levaya? I want other people to come to my Levaya. Why do I cry? Why do I eulogize? I want other people to eulogize me. Why do I, why do I, engage? why do I help in the burial? I want other people to bury me. So a second, this is not a chesed shalemes. Then I'm doing, it's true. The person who's dead can't do anything back for me, but Amir is not focused on the dead. Amir is focused on the communal dynamic. So this is not a chesed shalemes. So I both said, listen to what the Imre Amir says. This is incredible. The Imre Amir quotes the Drisha who says in Yardel, listen to this. Then what does it mean, hachai yitin alibo, that the living will take it to heart? What does that mean? He says, shagam hu yamos, vegam also yispedu, va'ayyidei zeh yaset tshuva, im kein ein zetashlum. So the Jewish says, you're reading it wrong. You're reading it wrong. What does it mean? When Rabbi Mary says, vachai yitin, listen to this, vachai yitin alibo, what does it mean? The yispo yispedun. What it means is like this, the same way, I'm eulogizing this person. One day, someone's going to eulogize me. The yifkun, the same way I'm crying for this person, one day someone's going to cry for me. The yikbar, the same way I'm burying this person, one day people are going to bury me. It's not a reciprocity thing. What is it? It's a contemplation of mortality thing. Like we just said before, 
What it means is, when I go to a Levite, I do these things, I'm struck by this reality that one day it's going to be me. One day it's going to be me. And if one day it's going to be me, I both say, what does that mean? What, is, what, what does that create? For me, it creates an urgency to do tshuva. To do tshuva. And I will say, there's no time to spare. There's no time to wait. If there are things that are broken in my life, which all of us have things that are broken in our lives, the day and the time to get it together and to begin, at least to begin the process of repairing it, is now. Is now. For I know not how much time I have in this world. See, the, the Imre MS says, you're reading it wrong. You're reading it as reciprocity, right? That I'm saying about libo, you should eulogize because you want, you want someone to eulogize you. Cry or because you want someone to cry for you. Bury because you want someone to bury you. No, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a reciprocity thing. It's a reality thing. That when I go, I always say, no, doesn't everyone have this thought when you come to a Levaya? Doesn't, doesn't Israel ever, we, we learned this in the Piaget's also. In, uh, in Benimach Shavatova, we learned this concept. You go to a Levaya, it wasn't just to be graphic, you go to a Levaya, you see the R and you see the casket, and what, what goes to your mind? One day that's me. One day that's me. One day my goof is going to be in that casket. It's going to be me. I hope it's not for many, many years from now. But the truth is, I have no idea. And when, and when the children are getting up to give a hespid, one day, that's going to be my children. And when they're lining up and passing the shovel or putting the shovel, right, one day, that's going to be my Leviah. Says the Emre MS, it's not for reciprocity purposes, but it's for chuba purposes. When you realize with complete clarity that one day, that's me. So suddenly, what does that spark? Shuva. The day to get my life in order, the time to get my life in order is now. The time to fix those things are in a state of disrepair is now. For there is no time to waste, for I know not how much time I have in this world. So it's not it's not reciprocity. The whole thing is a process to spark dynamic personalistic chuva. I will say incredible. Okay, so let's, uh, let's just tie up our loose ends. So I will say, how do we paskin in the case of the Shtehi Karos? So in the case of the two loaves, how do we pass it? Namely, again, if you have two loaves, right? The wife made a nether, right? Rachel made a nether, nati two loaves. One of them has inoy, one of them doesn't have inoy. So the Rambam writes in Hilchos Dar and Parakir Beis Halach Avav, Nadra Mishteki Karos, Ba'achas Yeshla Inoy, Ba'achas Einla Inoy, Mefer Lazush Shemis Anaba, the Eno Mefer Lazush and the Einla Inoy. So the Rambam Paskins, like Rabbi Yochanan, like Rabbi Yochanan. Namely, I will say in this case, where she made an edra on two loaves, Salah so he has the power of annulment. He has the power of annulment over the one that has inoy nefesh and does not have the power of annulment over the one that does not have inoy nefesh, which I will say makes sense because his power of annulment is not blanket, right? It doesn't apply to anything. So I will say, so remember again, as much as a chacham, see, here's what he will say another distinction between hatara and hafara. If you remember again, by Ataras Nedarim, there's no such thing as partial revocation. Right? If a Chacham annuls the Nedar, he annuls it in its entirety, revokes it in its entirety. By Afara, by annulment, interestingly enough, there is partial Afara. Namely, that if she makes a Nedar on two loaves, but only one of them ultimately has Inui, he only annuls the part of the Nedar that has Inui, the other part remains intact. Incredible. Shabbos say so again. 
Um, fine, fine, good. We saw the Rebbe Nazira's cases. Good, let's go weiter. So I'll say, now let's go. All right, says the Mishnah. We'll say another very interesting case here. Mishnah says as follows. Konam, Sheni Nana Labriya. So we'll say, this is a fascinating case. So now, here we go. Rachel says, and I will say, if you take a quick look at the run, so the run is on the right-hand side. If you go like right across the run, about uh, eight lines down, where you see the Mishnah. Konam sheni nena lebrios. Here's the case. Masha ani nenis min habrios yehei alai kikonam. So we'll say the case over here is as follows. The case is, Rachel says, Rachel says, I am not getting any hana from brios, from any people. So she's making a neder, not to derive benefit from any other person. Okay. So, konam she'eni nene lebrios. Good. Shenenis lebrios. Eni yochal lahafer. So, we'll say, he doesn't have the ability to go ahead and be mefer. Now, we'll say, now this is interesting, right? We'll see why this is in just a moment. So, we, he does not have the ability to be mefer. V'yecholi hi lehanos beleket shechecha upeya. Now, we'll say, now, another interesting halacha. But she does have the ability to go ahead and get benefit from Leket, Shechach, and Peah. Now, remember again, Leket, Shechach, and Peah are agricultural tithes left for the poor. Right? So remember again, Leket is dropping individual stocks, Shechach, leaving behind a bundle, and Peah is the corner of the field that has to be left unharvested for the poor. So I say, so again, so just, just follow the progression here. She's taking a letter not to get benefit from people. From anyone else, right? So husband, so halach, so that's part one. Part two, husband doesn't have the ability to annul that nether. Part three, she has the ability to go and get leket shichan peah. Now we'll say, why does she have the ability to get leket shichan peah if she made a nether not to get benefits from other people? So look at the run. This is actually fascinating. So we'll say, what we're going to see essentially something amazing. When a farmer leaves behind Leket and Shechcha, or, or, or and Peah, leaves behind, designates Peah, so we'll say essentially what happens to that produce? It becomes Hefker. It's actually interesting. So therefore, again, when Rachel, who made the nether not to benefit from people, comes and takes that Leket, Shechcha, and Peah, the Bible says, who is she taking it from? Who's she taking it from? From Hefker. She's not taking it from the landowner. Right? That's why, again, even though she made a neder not to get benefit from any person, the taking of Leket, Shech, and Peah in no way is contradicted by that neder because Halacha Lamaisa, again, she's not taking it from a person. She's taking it from Hefker. Incredible. Incredible. Let's go back there. Konam Kohanim Leviim Nenimli. So this is an interesting case. Let's say she makes a nether. Kohanim and Levim cannot get any benefit from me. Now we'll say, so now what's the problem with that nether? She has truma and meiser. She has truma and meiser. So now she's making a nether that Kohanim and Levim can't get benefit from me. So yitlu al karcho. So they could, take, they, could take, they could take their portions even against her will. Right? So, so we'll say, if you, look, if you look at the rush, I'm sorry to make you go all over the place. If you look at the rush, excuse me, Excuse me. In the left-hand column, the rush, about ten lines in, kodam kwanam levim nanim nanim liyitlu chumas and maestros al karcho detovas hana inamamot. So we'll say we're going to see. We'll explain all of this. But alocha lemaisa kwanam levim could take their chumas and maestros even against her will. Interesting. Fine. 
However, if she says, if she says, Kohanim Elu, Leviim Elu, Nenimli Yitlacherim. We'll say if in her net, if in her nether she said, I hereby prohibit these Kohanim, she named certain Kohanim, or she named certain Leviim from getting benefit from her. So in that case, Rabbi Osai, those named Kohanim and Leviim cannot get benefit, but other Kohanim and Leviim can. Beautiful, says the Gibran. So we'll say, so let's analyze this first. Just remember again, in the first part of the Mishnah, we have Rachel, we have Rachel making a nether. And what's her nether? What's her nether? That no one, no one, straight, she is not permitted to get benefit from anyone. She's Lashon of Brios, right? I can't get benefit from any, any other person. So it says the Gemara, Il Alma, Efshar the Mitzvah Midilei. Now we'll say, now here's what's interesting, what did the Mishnah say? She, Rachel, makes a nether that she, that she cannot get benefit from anyone. So what's Talacha? Her husband doesn't have the ability to annul that nether. Nevosai. The fact that her husband doesn't have the ability to annul that nether, what does that tell you? What does that tell you? That her husband is not included in that nether. Right? So he says, Alma Efshad the Misna Midilei. Ultimately, again, it's clear that she can still get benefit from her husband. Right? Because remember, again, if it was a nether precluding her from getting a benefit from her husband, then what? Husband should have power of annulment over that. So the fact that the husband can't annul the nether would indicate to us that halacha lamaisa, ultimately, again, she is still permitted to get benefit from him. Right? Michlal debal, lav michlal briosu. Which Jehoshai tells us that husband is not included in the category of brios. Right? He's not included in brios. Jehoshai, what does he mean not included in brios? That when she says, I'm not going to get hana from people, right? Her husband is not included in the category of People of people, Seima Seifa. Here's the problem. Look at the next part of the Mishnah. What did the Mishnah say? Yecholo lehanos belaket shichon peya. So I said the next part of the Mishnah says that when she makes this neder, she does have the ability to go ahead and benefit from leket shichacha and peya. So I said, what can you infer from that? Aval midbal lo achla. So I said that sounds like dafka from leket shichon and peya. She can benefit, but from the husband, she can't benefit. So what's going to say? So the words pointing out over here seems to be contradictory inferences. From the first part of the Mishnah, we can seem to infer that what she can benefit from the husband, right? Since the husband can't annul it, because again, if the, she couldn't benefit from the husband, the husband would be able to annul it. The fact that the husband can't annul it seems to indicate that she could still benefit from the husband. But then it says, as a result of this nadar, she can get like a peya. Which sounds like she can get like a shirkan beya, but can't benefit from the husband. So what's going on over here? Alma bal bichlabriosu. There was according to this interpretation, the husband would be included in brios, would be included in, would be included in the statement of people. So which one is it? Says, so now we have three different interpretations. So watch, let's at least begin this today. Amra Ula Ula says, Li Olam la bichlabriosu. In reality, when she makes a nether not to get benefit from brios, her husband is not included in that nether. Therefore, again, so we'll say, so that's why halacha l'maysa, he doesn't have the ability to annul this nether. Why? Because it really has nothing to do with him. Right? It's not inu nefesh, and ultimately, again, it's not dvarim beino lebeino. Furthermore, not, we'll say, also, the only other reason he also can't annul the nether is why, ba'od, ein yachal l'hafer, nifnei shi'echolon lehanos b'leket shi'chan peya. I'll say, furthermore, furthermore, Ula says that even, right, even if he was included in this, which he's not, it's not like she's without recourse. Why? Because what could she always take? 
like at Shikhan Peya. So there's another, there's another form of benefit. There's another form of benefit for her. Let's we'll take a look at the, at the Rosh for just a moment. Amarula. Husband is not included ultimately. And I will say, we're going to stop over here for today. We'll pick up Amir Tashem with these three interpretations tomorrow. Three, three opposite inferences. I wish we'll Amir Tashem see tomorrow. Both sides. All right, have a great day, everyone.